Hey everyone, welcome to season four of Her Community 2 with me, your host, Katherine Carella, where we talk about politics, business, family, and everything to do with her. Also, Her Community 2 is brought to you by Lake Insurance. After all, let's face it, we all need insurance. Lake Insurance has all the insurance you need, personal and commercial insurance, home and building insurance, health, Medicare, and dental. You'll never overpay for life insurance. Call them today at 1-855-LAKE-INS today, or you can visit them at lakeins.net. That's 1-855-L-A-K-E-I-N-S for savings that will totally blow you away. Hey, good evening, everybody. It's Sunday. We're here on Long Island. And a guest tonight is um, highly unusual. I met her a while ago. I didn't know if we were Facebook friends already or what, but I found her very, very interesting because she teaches firearm safety to women of Long Island, Nassau and Suffolk. Um, These are scary times now. So women really need to be aware of their surroundings and definitely Um, And I'll tell my experience uh, in a bit, but first I'm introduced to Lisa Ludwig of Long Island's Women's Firearm Club, and she trains you. How are you? Correct. Hi, how are you, Catherine? Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate that. I found Um, you so interesting because I saw you had a class tonight for She Trains You, and we need the training in this day and age, don't we? Oh, yes, ma'am. Absolutely. I think we do. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll tell you just a quick story how everything happens for a reason because I saw your posting that you had uh, training tonight. But also, yesterday, I was at the Dollar Tree. Of course, there's a long line. Of course, everybody has to wear a mask. Tensions are high. Long lines, no matter where you go, you have to wear a mask. So I was in line, and there was a guy in front of me, and he had ear pods on. So I assumed that he was listening to music or talking to somebody but his cart was filled with not items from the store but like a personal uh folding chair uh towels that you could see that were used uh, that he uses to make himself comfortable so he actually kept saying back the f up you're too close to me can't you tell we're in a pandemic but he wasn't wearing a mask so i had told him if you're so concerned you move up okay you move up and then he starts saying obscenities and then you could tell this guy was like off and i was really scared there was a guy behind me had saying you know you shouldn't be talking to a woman like that and then <laughs> obscenities was flowing out of this man's mouth like water it was just insane so i i kind of got scared because i really wouldn't know how to defend myself on a you know unstable person Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he appeared to be unstable. So then I saw you with the um, the training. I just thought it was uh, a sheer coincidence, but not something that you can really ignore. So that's why I was like, hey. And the person had had to back out of a spot tonight. So I'm like, you know something? With this going on, with so much craziness, with COVID and the BLM movement, uh, tensions are high. People, not the protesters who really want to seek change. 
there's a difference. I want to explain to everybody. There's a difference for Black Lives Matter. There are people there who want to see change, who do peaceful protests, and just want to see the better in everybody. So everything. But you have these protesters who are looters, rioters. I mean, they're just a whole different uh, level of uh, human beings. So do you see that you have more women coming to you wanting to be trained in any type of self-defense? Wow. I have never seen such an influx of not just women, but families, men, um, you know, friends gathering, trying to get, you know, their defense down. Um, it's, it's been incredible, honestly. Um, and, and, and I give credit to these people because they didn't just go out and buy a firearm and just, you know, try to YouTube it. You know, they so- sought out professional help, which is really the key to all of this. Um, and can I just give you a really stunning statistic? Sure. Um, in, in the month of May, um, there was 6.5 million background checks for new firearm owners in just the month of May when this pandemic hit. Um, that's some incredible, um, you know, that's some incredible, uh, you know, people. It doesn't mean that they got approved, but it does mean that um, they tried. The attempt, the attempt was there. Yeah. Exactly. So to me, that's a stunning uh, amount of people uh, that are now new shooters. Um, even when I go to the range now, um, I'm there about three, four times a week uh, training privately with She Trains You. And I can't tell you uh, how many new shooters are like just lined up. There's people waiting with face masks on to, to practice. Um, you know, people just and, and they don't know what they're doing. You could tell right off the bat their, their range etiquette is off They're You know, they're stance is off you could just tell right away who a newbie is and who isn't um so it's great that um you know the people that are buying firearms are seeking me out to do training because it is most important we don't just give a car to a child or a young uh you know adolescent and say have a good day no we train them we take our nights out we go to parking lots and we you know we try parallel parking it's the same idea you know you can't be um just you know expecting a miracle out of something that they have no idea and and that's where things happen that's where families get hurt that's where children get hurt because their parents are sorely um not educated and and that's the honest truth and and that's that's so true because a lot of people will say okay i have a gun i have a gun but if you don't know how to use it properly then the chances of you having an accident with that gun i believe would be a lot higher i've been i've been been around guns my first husband and then the second they've all they're cops so it's the idea of guns it doesn't scare me Mm -hmm. um it just you have to have practice but since in light it's so funny because i was when i first came to your club meeting i was like all gun call i came home i go this is a great club he goes you can't own a gun i'm like, <laughs> I'm like why he goes you have a mental illness you know bipolar and uh, anxiety wow. i'm like yeah i guess that wouldn't work i get mad at somebody for like five minutes and yeah. <laughs> yeah that's not a good idea not a good idea it's not a good idea but no i can see okay so the first uh non-for-profit is the long island women's fire 
firearms club. And what does that entail? Because I went to one of your meetings and I thought it was extremely, um, some of your group members actually sent out friend requests to me. And um, I just think that's just, I was just in awe of that meeting. And then you have the, uh, she trains you. And I really love that because it seems like just breaking down barriers where a man doesn't have to be trained by a man. Exactly. Absolutely. They could just be trained by whoever has their credentials. Exactly. And that's exactly right. So, um, yeah, so you're absolutely right. The sisterhood of the Long Island Women's Firearm Club is 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 nowhere to be beat. This is something that is so organic. Um, I, 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 listen, I would have wished, you know, that this would have been so great, but I, even if I would have tried to pick these women out, I wouldn't have done such a good job. Like they're just such fantastic women, so supporting, so motivating, so like welcoming. As you can see, they sent out friend requests to you. Um, and, and they do listen to your podcast as well. Um, they actually ask about you a lot. They're like, where's that lady? Where's that lady? I'm like, I know. <laughs> well, I thought of doing, I'm going to be honest with you, since I really, can't become I thought I'd just be like an ambassador just like a, a tag along just to listen to the meetings you know because I, I can't oh my god I can't go yeah, I can't go shooting but just the idea of the promoting of women who are out there you're in the man's world mm-hmm. okay so that makes mm-hmm. it important you I agree agreed things, you know because when I feel comfortable with you you're very knowledgeable and oh, the meeting you. that I went to, I was astounded at how much knowledge you had on that rifle uh, that you were doing. And it wasn't like, I, you know what? I didn't take that you were a know-it-all because you're not. You are NRA certified gun instructor, correct? Yes, ma'am. So I felt that you were very... And the number one thing I love about you is that you are all about gun safety. Agreed. Which Agreed. is so important because... Um, I I have my own views. I'm not liberal. I'm not conservative. I I see the best of both worlds. So Mm -hmm. um, I do believe the right to bear (laughs) arms, but in safety motion. Mm -hmm. You know, agreed. Uh, So, um, but so, what are your thoughts? I mean, uh, we'll 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 talk about in a minute. So let's talk about uh, she trains you. So what exactly? So if somebody wants to, you know, I saw the backdrop of your uh, thing. So of of, uh, she trains you. I I thought that was amazing. Thank you. um, I thought it was very very put together. So what is it that they would get out of she trains you? So she, she trains you is just basically me privately. Um, like I said before, I donate all my time to the Long Island Women's Firearm Club. I don't make a dime. It's just for the good of, you know, women in the Long Island. You know what's so great about it? It's like just knowing that there's a bunch of badasses out on Long Island right now, like that know what's up is just even more comforting for myself but besides that um she trains you is just more the for-profit like a side business of you know has nothing to do with the long island women's firearm club like if even my ladies wanted to hire me privately i would have to go through she trains you like i wouldn't be going to the long island women's uh, firearm club. okay so it's completely separate but that's okay like so men would be able to hire me because you know long island women's firearm club <laughs> you know you know it kind of uh cuts me short of that gender so but i can train families and i have i've trained families i've trained uh husband and wives boyfriend girlfriends gay couples um single women divorced women widowed women um you know from 25 to 80 i've trained uh, i would say blind cripple crazy but no i won't go there <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but uh, no, but I have, you know, and uh, like you said, you know, I'm not Mrs. Know-it-all. Um, I am humble in my trainings. I stick to what I know. I keep it simple. I'm not some tactical guy that has like this big uh, vest on with his plates and his, um, you know, his uh, magazine carriers all over him. You know, no, I'm not because that's not practical in a woman's life. A woman is in her house. She is watching children or she has animals or she's watching over an elderly parent or maybe a spouse or maybe she's alone. You know, and she needs to be able to take care of business. You know, she needs to be able to protect her house. If her husband, her spouse or her partner, whatever, is not there or she is by herself, there's no one else to rely on. You think you're waiting for the police? You're sorely mistaken. They have way too many miles to cover. There's not enough coverage in any police department, no matter where you are right now. I don't care where you come from. There's not enough coverage. And they're worn thin. Look what they're going through right now. You think that they will rush over to, to come save you or not and this is no, why America just woke up and said gee that 2a amendment man i'm going to get a gun and you saw like i said 6.5 million people tried to get a gun in the month of may that just proves that all those people were not for guns at that time you understand right. now they are so those were kind of the people that were trying to take away our guns now want guns. So I just think it's kind of funny that everybody has flipped the script, you know. So it's okay. Listen, I hold it against no one, but it's unfortunate now because there's price gouging. There's shortage of uh, ammo. There's shortage of firearms. And people are bugging out because they feel unprotected. And it's unfortunate that they should have did this months ago, years ago, decades ago, but they didn't. They never thought that this was going to happen. They just never thought it. And honestly, when 9-11 happened, I thought that this was going to happen in 9-11. And obviously, this is a long time ago now. It's now over 20 years. But back then, I started gathering food, gathering water, getting a generator, you know, and getting um, the necessary things to survive. If, God forbid, something happened, I can live in my house for like a month or two and, and not have to worry about going out or whatever, right? right? And people looked at me like I'm nuts. And I'm like, you know what? I, I need to be able to protect myself because what happens if someone came in here and just stole all my stuff that I've been stashing? You know, mm -hmm. th that makes me like, you know, I'm very vulnerable, you know, so I'm like, that's not going to happen. So I started learning firearms. Now, flash forward 20 years later, I'm getting calls from people that are like, you know, I've been friends with for like decades. And they're like, Lee, you are so right. I was so wrong. Where do I get started? Like literally, like right around the pandemic. So when the pandemic happened, I didn't leave my house for three months. I didn't have to. I've had everything I possibly could need in my house. I did not need to step out that door. Everybody went out and panic buyed. I didn't have to do one thing. And that just goes to show that's a true prepper. You know, you're ready for anything. So Absolutely. this might be a wake up call for America to one, start prepping. Okay, you need food in your house, perishables, not perishables. You need canned goods, you need dehydrated foods, you need water, you need a way to make water, you need a way to drink water. You know, this is super important. If 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 someone's not at the plant to make the fresh water, you're not getting water. Okay. If someone's not at the sewage plant, 
taking care of the sewage plant, you're not getting rid of your sewage. You know, you have to be able to think of this, that if something were to happen, you need to be self-sufficient. Okay. And that's where firearms come in as well, because they know that, you know, they're going to come and take advantage of you. So you need to be able to protect yourself. And that's not the time when someone kicks down your door to try to figure out how to work a firearm. That's not the time. You need to know, you need to be proficient. You need to know how to clear malfunctions. You need to know how to, uh, you know, make the proper side picture, side alignment, trigger control, breathing control, stance, all that stuff has to come into play. You don't figure that out when someone's breaking down your door. <laughs> no, you don't. And I think most women are the ones, not the men so much, you know, I, I could be mm -hmm. wrong, but I believe first no, you're right. women are the ones who not only take charge of their safety, but also are the ones that will uh, adhere to safety guidelines of a gun and, and clean it properly and take the Agreed. necessary, the training. Most <laughs> men will just buy the gun and say, yeah, I'm ready. Where exactly. most women are, uh, yeah. would like to take the training, right. take care of the gun, respect it. I have, um, I, I would say about a 50% of the women that are in my gun club don't even own a rifle or a firearm at all. They just come to the meeting wanting to be well informed because even if they came across a firearm, they want to know what to do. Like, is it on safe? Is a bullet in the chamber? You know, let me clear it so it's safe. You know, even just that simple, it's like, you know, like a simple, like knowing CPR in a way, you know, guns are in the world. You know, what happens if you know, your kid came across, hey, I found this, you know, you're going to want to clear it. You're going to want to call the cops. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're going to want to be able to control that situation. And, and it doesn't hurt to know. Um, and as these women, you know, gain confidence, you know, shooting the firearms that we offer at the Long Island Toronto Club, because um, they, they get to shoot like four different rifles, basically. Um, you know, as they get more proficient with those firearms, next thing you know, they're like, okay, I want one, I'm ready. Because they, they feel comfortable enough that they know the operation, they know what's going to happen, they know malfunctions. Uh, everything has been addressed so that they now are, feel fully safe. It's not just like, okay, here's a gun, have a good day. And unfortunately, when these women go to a gun store, immediately, and this is the internet as well, I have to blame, it's, it's the internet and it's the gun stores. Immediately, here's a shotgun. In the world of firearms, Catherine, the worst recoil, and when I say recoil, that's what the thing that blows you onto your butt because it's so uh, has so much intense intensity when you shoot it. It's such it's so violent. Okay, in the world of firearms, that is the worst one. Okay. And this is what they're giving out like candy to new shooters. It's like Oprah, you get a shotgun and you get a shotgun and you get a shotgun. I swear to God, if I get another call for a shotgun, I'm going to scream. It's, it's like, it's, it's so ridiculous. So when people, when I go train with people, I work with their shotgun and I show them how to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I bring out my gun that I feel that they should be using for home defense. Next thing that you know, they're like, where do I buy one? Because they were either the internet steered them wrong, or their buddy steered them wrong, or um, you know the gun store steered them wrong. It, it happens all the time. I am a personal victim of a gun store uh, doing that to me, and, and I'll give you a quick <laughs> example. No, seriously, I really was, and this is what created the Long Island Firearm Club because I got taken advantage of at a gun store, and I was like, you know what? this isn't cool you know i don't have anybody that's like a non-biased third-party opinion about what i should be buying not a gun store's opinion 
not my buddy's opinion, not some military guy. And I'll tell you another story about that. But besides that, you know, I, you know, to, to, to have that non-biased opinion is, is, is key. So when I went into the gun store, me and my wife, we said, oh, you know, we're new shooters and we have, you know, we, we have girly hands and we want a small gun. And I said, <laughs> We got like the tiniest gun. And when we went to go shoot it, it had the worst recoil in the world of like handguns. Like it was like almost flipping out of my hands. It was so bad. And you, you've seen me before. I am not a weak girl. Okay. I'm into martial arts. I work out. I mean, I have, I have a little chub on my belly, but that's a different story. But other than that, my arms are pretty strong. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I can definitely, I can definitely hold things. And for it to kind of come out of my hands is frightening. Okay. Right. Um, I, couple of people shoot my handgun that had um, their handgun permit in my club they shot it one time and they were like that's enough <laughs> I'm telling oh. you, it, it's really kicky it, it has a massive recoil to it so anyway so so we're new shooters and we walk in there and this is what we're given okay and in one week Catherine those um, those handguns were discontinued so they show they sold me something that like they wanted to get rid of basically. You understand? Right. Does that make sense? So it does. now we're stuck, we're stuck with firearms that are one discontinued and two way too much kick for a new new shooter. So oh yeah, you know, definitely, like, definitely. So that so that's how that was kind of born. I was like, I'm done. I don't want a woman to walk in another gun store and feel the way I felt, you know. And also walking into a range, you know, I get yelled at for bringing in like water or something. The guy yelled at me, "Hey, get out of here with that water" or something like that. Like nasty, you know. This is New York. Oh, this is how yeah. we're just nasty, right? So I, you know, I bring the water out. But any other shooter would have been like, "I'm out of here. This guy's a, you know, a loser. I, I'm out of here." But me, I'm a strong person, so I don't care. You know, I just went back in there and I shot. But anybody else kind of would have been discouraged. You know what I mean? So right. I didn't want that to happen to my women either. Like, what, you know, why should they be treated like that? So I try to teach everybody what they should expect at the range. You know, range etiquette. It's super important. You know, even how you hand off a firearm to someone else. There's etiquette involved. You don't hand a loaded fire off to someone else you know so we go through the processes of clearing the chamber clearing the mag you know making sure it's unsafe opening up the chamber making sure it's visible and then you know that's how you would you know switch off basically you know you just there is procedures and that's how people are kept safe when when you go to the range with your buddy and he's like loading up the mag boy sticking it in for you and then you go buddy shoot now that's not learning to shoot Learning to shoot is doing it yourself, taking the bullets, loading up the mag yourself, taking the mag, putting it in the mag well, charging, bringing up the bullet, bringing it up into stance, you know, taking the safety off, getting into the stance, breathing, control, trigger, you know, all this is involved, you know, and, and to go with your buddy, you know, that just doesn't work. You know what I get a lot too? I get, oh, my ex-boyfriend bought, mm. bought, bought me all this stuff. And I haven't used it in two years. It's been sitting around and I'm scared to use it. This is what I get. You know what I mean? And the boyfriend bought, made her buy like a military grade, like ridiculous gun. Oh my goodness. Like when it goes off, all the women are like, whoa, it sounds like the loudest boom you ever heard. You know, we're all shooting like nine millimeter and all these other types, but this is a two, two, three. And it is a boom. We call it America, not just America. It's America. <laughs> <laughs> that is how loud it is. 
So um, just to give you an idea, like how we get misled, okay? So that gun was like almost $3,000 for this girl. That girl does not need a $3,000 gun, okay? She does not. It, this is not for home defense. <laughs> oh my goodness, $3,000. Yeah, $3,000, ridiculous. And then here's another story for you. I did another free training at a gun store and I was promoting a specific gun and it's the one I like for home defense. It's called a Ruger PC9, Peter Charlie 9 um, carbine, okay? And it has to be chambered in nine millimeter hollow points. Cannot be full metal jacket. That's a whole other story and a training. If you need to know about it, you can reach out to me. But besides that, um, so I am promoting that. All the people in that store pretty much bought one that day, right? Yeah. There was one kid in there that want that bought something else because it looked cooler, and he wound up spending almost three thousand dollars. And I was like, you know what? Listen, that's fine. You're into the look thing. That's great. And the one I'm promoting is actually very badass, but it's not like the bells and whistles. Okay, it's a great platform. Honestly, it really is. But um, you know, it doesn't it doesn't look like super scary with like the scope and like all that other stuff on it. So he bought a three thousand dollar waste of time. Okay. That he still has not even reached out for training, so he doesn't even know how to use it. He's oh. on the for a month already. He's like 18 years old. It's ridiculous. So this it just goes to show, like, you know, do people really pay attention to what you say, or do they do it for looks, or they do it for the, oh, I shot a gun. You know what I mean? Like, no, maybe an ego thing. Real training, exactly. So uh, eventually, they are leading towards having mandatory training. How this is going to happen, I don't know. Whether they're going to pick an NRA to go with, or they're going to pick like a third party, and who knows? I ha- we don't know. But they, I think they are leaning towards like you must have training before buying a firearm, either a rifle, a shotgun, or a pistol. Doesn't matter. So uh, things are probably going to change, but um, uh, and probably, then, I, I think they will. I think you're right. They are going to change. Yeah, I, um, I, already several countries are already doing this. An example: I went to St. Lucia, and they were already doing. If you wanted to buy a specific firearm, you would have to find the instructor that is certified in that firearm, do the training for that firearm, receive the permits, and then you can buy the gun. It's not just you get the gun and then you get to go. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like. It doesn't work like that. So I, I, I honestly kind of agree with that. Like, I don't feel like we should be giving uh, weapons or firearms to anybody and not have the proper training. I just, it, it really frightens me that my neighbor could be cleaning his firearm right now because we're on Long Island and he's like eight feet from me. And the only thing that's separating him and me is a piece of plywood, a piece of fiberglass, a piece of plastic, and on his side, a piece of plastic, a piece of fiberglass, and a piece of sheetrock. That's it. And if he happens to not clear that firearm while he's cleaning and it goes mm. off and it shoots through his wall and then shoots through my wall and kills me, I'm going to be very upset that I just died that way. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm the one being advocating about all this. <laughs> oh my god and i love that you're so uh against um uh you are so uh for uh the public safety so yeah of course to give, to give a background um to give a uh to give a background about lisa i met her last year i asked her to be a guest she is on one of the episodes i will go ahead and post it on which episode she is on and i actually went to the meeting and I was very impressed because a lot of these ladies, they're not young women, they're not old women. They just seem like average, everyday, 
normal women. Lisa yep. is um, out of West Babylon, uh, New York, yep. Long Island. And yes, she's in a great area to where it's easy accessible to where you meet. And I believe it's at the um, VFW, correct, Hall? In West uh, Babylon? It's American Legion. Oh, yeah. American it's Legion. A- okay. Yes. It's American Legion. So, of, of course... Um, outside of the podcast will definitely uh or towards i'm sorry towards the end of the podcast we'll have lisa give you um the contact information that you need if whatever you need to be a part of and of course that will be posted on social media and on the website so um again like i said i met you last weekend and what struck me about lisa because this you want a instructor that is um can take look at both sides at all angles and I remember when the little boy Thomas Fowler, that, that tragedy, I remember I was so upset and I created a Facebook group and I included Lisa Ludwig in it. And the thing is, is that even though she has no children, now just because you have children or no children, doesn't make you an automatic know-it-all on any type of parenting. It doesn't mean anything like that. I just thought she would be a great advocate because of the disciplinary act uh self that you have with firearms and you are very professional and that's another thing people need to know is that you are very professional very knowledgeable and uh, to let everybody know uh about lisa's background she is married to lynn ludwig who does teach self-defense and lynn is tiny and she has all the moves to train these women because it's always a fear that somebody will break in and you need to know how to defend yourself no matter what and a couple of things that she taught was so simple so easy and you also endorse products for your members which is amazing because not everything is you know like say there could be a hundred different kinds of pepper spray but is it going to work <laughs> or the knife? And you also uh, support different um, self-defense uh, mechanisms of, uh, that, like a pen or anything like that. That looks right, like a stun you know, gun. Or a stun gun. Right. Those are the things that need to be done. So as we were in this uh, group, we had, I put together a group, a Facebook group, a very powerful people. And what I mean by powerful is that they know their shit. And one of them was Kathy Cole, Dorothy, um, uh, Hill. Hill. what's Dorothy's last Hill. name? Hill. Okay. Hill. Hill. Dorothy, uh, Dorothy Hill, yeah. um, you, and you know what? And it's so funny because one person not in the group had asked me, why is she in the group? She doesn't have any kids. And I said, you don't have to have a kid to know right from wrong. Right. You know, exactly. you don't, <laughs> you don't. And you were spot on. You created a Facebook group one night after the meeting and there was a bunch of members and you actually you were a great admin you were always on, and you were working constant and you were a great admin and this is like way before COVID-19 so I was always impressed by Lisa I was always oh, impressed by you. Lynn you know you guys and we became friends Agreed. because I do believe that uh, strong women do not cancel each other out. They support. No. And we're between me, you, Lisa, and Dorothy, who are whistleblowers, and not just whistleblowers with no facts. They had facts to back them up. So it was, um, and I'm so glad they took to you right away. 
Yeah. I was so I was so happy that they did because they're very very real. They're not, you know, uh, prim and proper or anything like that. And so I'm right. glad you I'm glad you fit in right away. I'm glad you did. Aww. I'm really yeah, truly they, happy. Uh, it was a good really fit. Are. They it were was, a great. They are great women, and I'm I'm so happy to be friends with them. Honestly, and you as well. I really do appreciate that. It's really and, and just, really nice. And it is to go back to that Thomas Valla thing, like, and it's true. I didn't have children, and it, I'm not gonna have children. But that's not the point. It doesn't mean that I don't have a heart, and that doesn't mean that that didn't hurt me. That didn't mean that that didn't make me sick. I mean, that was a disgusting case, like honestly. And um, to support strong women, like you said, just as myself, um, was a pleasure and an honor, you know, to back you guys up. Um, I felt. And you were there. And you were there. You went. You were there at the vigil, candlelight vigil. Yeah, you were there at the uh, the walk. Whatever. Yeah, you were there at the walk. So it was I went really to the nice. legislator. I went to the legislator too. I did yes. a bunch of stuff. You did so much, and and that's the thing: your true leadership skills and oh, your firearm you. safety skills. Because I remember you had told me that they're not weapons; they're firearms. That's right. That's right. Anything, but don't you believe anything could be a weapon, though? It can be correct. So why are we just stagnate, stagnating? I'm not saying the right words. Uh, just to a, just to a firearm, you know, every, like a stapler could be a weapon. So, you know, just to call an AR-15 a weapon is, is not true. It's a firearm, you know. Right. So let so, me take you to, so, oh, go ahead, finish. Yeah. No, no, no. I just wanted to say, um, you know, it was such a pleasure to, to stand by your, your ladies' sides and, and to have you ladies as friends now going forward. I think that that was meant for a reason. Um, and, and I'm so happy to uh, have been in your life. And this is so great going forward. I kind of felt like the, the mother hen in, in, in the group there, like, <laughs> you know, just kind of watching out for everybody because that's all I could really bring to the group. But that's OK. You know, th- that was my thing. And I was asked to support. And that's all that mattered, you know. You gave full support. And also on uh, the cable show, which we, we have been on hiatus this whole month. We are returning. Ooh. Her community too is returning in September. Oh, yay. I mean, I'm sorry, in the first week of October. So Lynn, which is uh, Lisa's wife, and mm-hmm. um, they gave a, they were guests on the show of her community too on public access. And they gave amazing demonstrations on how to a woman can defend herself. Now, just because a woman doesn't have the upper upper body strength of a man doesn't mean that she's weaker in motion. That means that she's just gonna have to work a little bit harder to use the moves that Lisa were teaching us. And they were amazing. They really Thank truly you. are. And, and that's the thing. Now, let me ask you this. So with the Black Lives Movement, we all know that the intent was good. But it has turned into somewhat of a shit show because of the funding um, that they are receiving. And it is Black Lives Matter. It it was an original uh, organization to help progress the rights of black people, which is, yes, I, I agree. Everybody has the same rights. But the rioters and the looters who are causing the problem that are scaring people into this so what are your thoughts of the black lives matter is it something that um i mean we all believe in you know rights equal rights equal rights because you you are a female um 
minority because you and your spouse who happens to be female you guys fit into the minority group just like me i'm female and hispanic mm-hmm. you know um even though i don't fully look it but if you talk to and learn my background you get to know me then yes so right. we do understand the black lives movement you of know course. but of course. it's the looters and the rioters that make a bad name for the black rights movement. Okay, so that's where the safety comes into play. Okay. So the women, most women are now able to live by themselves, have an apartment or house or whatever. They're single, they got kids in the home or whatever. So now they're scared and I am too as that episode that I had yesterday inside the uh the supermarket I had with this person because honestly, if he would have attacked me, what would I know how to do? pull hair, kick, grab, scream, you know, right. and, and right. really he could, it, I'm 51 and he looked like he was 30. He could have easily <laughs> overpowered me with his upper body strength. Right. You're right. You know, well, that's why those, uh, self-defense products that I work with are uh, actually very important, especially for women on Long Island where we're not allowed to carry our firearm. Um, and they know that. So we're in a little bit of a pickle here. Um, so we kind of have to be crafty, okay? Um, that's why we work with stun guns. We work with tactical pens. We work with coubatons. These are all devices that are legal on Long Island that you can have in your hand. Um, I don't say, I, I don't suggest putting it in your purse because if you put it in your purse, you're never going to find it and it takes forever. And by then, forget it. You know, so if it's in your hand, it's already deployed. It makes life a little bit easier. Um, I do trainings all the time on a bunch of these products. One of the main vendors that I work with is called Damsel in Defense. Um, they're basically a um, a company who works with um, underprivileged and sex trafficked uh, women in specifically Cambodia and India. And uh, what they do is a portion of your proceeds of any products that you buy from Danzel is donated to those countries to assist with these women. Um, so it, it's not only helpful for us to protect ourselves, but we're also protecting other women in other countries, which I think is a great um, bonus for when we're buying products. Um, also they stand behind their products. Like if you were involved in something like if the, the tactical pen that they have has a DNA catcher on it. So say a guy, unfortunately, you know, raped you. Okay. And you have this tact pen, this tactical pen, and you took the tactical pen and you, you scratched him with it and drew some blood. The DNA will be collected on that pen. You would submit it into the police. They would pull the DNA from that pen, and obviously they're going to keep it. So what you do is you would get a police report, submit it to Damsel or submit it to me or whatever, and then you get another one issued to you for the rest of your life, basically, as long as you can provide a police report. So I thought that was a very nice bonus. Ah, <laughs> uh. <laughs> you, you know, like you know, right. you don't lose it forever. You know, you get it, you get another one. So I thought that was great, um, and that's on for any of their products. Like they have. Um, you know, like concealed carry pocketbooks, someone like broke the strap of your pocketbook, you know, and you can provide a police report of someone trying to steal your pocketbook or whatever. They'll give you another one, you know, like that. So uh, not a bad deal. It's not a bad deal. And, no, it's, nice, not at all. and it's nice because the, um, both organizations are here on Long Island, um, especially uh, we've had some um, instances with rioters and looters. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, is that a lot of people don't think they're dangerous, but they are. There was yeah. all the instances that we saw on social media and the news, the husband and wife, they had their guns drawn um, yeah. on rioters oh, and looters. And a lot of people were bashing them. But you know what? I got to be honest. If I had a gun in my home and I felt threatened in any way, I probably would have had my gun drawn. Okay. I agree. Because I agree your home you. is your safety. This is a place where you should feel safe. Right. You gotta remember too. It's not. They broke down a fence to get to that part. So they already were on their property. They were already broke the law by bro- breaking down a fence. I don't know if you knew that. But secondly, no, you're right. Like, yes, that would make me feel safe. But you know, there was a there was a lot of things right. There was a lot of things wrong with that. Okay. Yes, right. They were protecting their property. Okay, not a problem. The second problem, the the real problem was is that well, there's two problems. The first problem is they were muzzling everybody. Okay, you don't muzzle, and I'm talking about pointing your gun. Right. at anything unless you're willing to destroy it okay so that right there just showing the lack of training on both of their behalfs it was was disheartening for a gun owner and a gun instructor okay the second part that was really distressful to me is that their finger was on the trigger okay you do not put your finger on the trigger unless you're willing to destroy something so uh, why they are sitting there muzzling people with their finger on the trigger when all it takes, some of these triggers could be hairline, um, you know, like there's nothing. It doesn't take anything to pull the trigger on some of these. And that could be a problem. Then they could lose a life. You know, it's ridiculous. Like there was no reason for that. If they were sitting in like a low ready or something or a high ready, which means keeping the muzzle in a safe direction and then keeping their finger off the trigger and on the rail or on the slide or whatever, that would have been better, you know, but for, you know, for what they did, it just made the gun industry and the gun um, family, I should say, look bad. You know, it makes us look like we're like wanting to blow people up. We don't. That's not what we're here to stop a threat. We're not here to run around like cowboys shooting at everybody. That's not the intent of a legal gun owner. Okay. The legal gun owner just wants to protect themselves and their family and their property. You know, I agree. I do not personally own a gun. And I, and again, I, I probably wouldn't even be able to, um, my ex did own guns, but because, um, he was, uh, you know, very, very stressed out. He doesn't uh, use them. We have them put away. Now, right. um, and I know, and, and this is so uh, awesome, both organizations, um, and that the fact that you volunteer your time. And you know what's oh, funny? Anything you do, it stems from something, you know, some type of maybe a miscarriage of justice, or maybe you felt alienated or whatever. Same thing with her community, too. Felt that, you know, the female was alienated from her own community. So I'm just like her community, too, as in the two as also. So, um, and then, of course, always supporting other women, which is very, very important because a lot of women can become catty <laughs> and and not um, want to help you or be associated with you. They're jealous. And I never felt jealous of you. I always felt, wow, I'm very proud to, you know, promote this club and the knowledge that you provide for your own community is amazing and you're right here on long island i went to your meeting it was right here in west babylon so it only took me you know if anybody was coming from even from nassau county it, it really wouldn't have been far 
you know, if right. you're really serious about that. So um, now how can somebody get in touch with you? All right. So if you want to join the nonprofit women's club, uh, it's called the Long Island Women's Firearm Club. The website is going to be liwfc.org. So that's the Long Island Women's Firearm Club.org. Okay. So liwfc.org. And uh, we're also on Facebook. Uh, you can look us up, Long Island Women's Firearm Club. Uh, let's see, for an email is Long Island Women's Firearm Club at Outlook.com. So completely spelled out, Long Island Women's Firearm Club. So it's Long Island Women's with an S and then Firearm Club. Um, so that's that. And then for She Trains You, any men listening or families that want to be trained and you want to keep your family safe, you just bought a new firearm and, you know, you don't want to put the grandpa trigger lock on that's going to take you 10 minutes to take off when an intruder comes in, um, you know, call me and we can work something out. Not, 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 you know, not a problem. Anyway, so that's going to be SheTrainsYou.com. Um, that's definitely my website. Uh, my email is going to be uh, she trains you at outlook.com or did I just say that and then the, my website's www.shetrainsyou.com and that's my important because well oh no go ahead with the phone number uh, my phone number for she trains you is 516-749-8650 the club phone number is 631-517-3047 I think that's right well before we post everything um, yes before we post everything I'll have you send me all the information because I I got a feeling that people are going to especially women in these times uh, Mm It's very scary because you have no idea. I know I'm paranoid at night. I got, I, you know, I have one. Eye, I sleep literally sleep with one eye open. Jesus. I'm always, af- I'm always afraid because you know what? You just don't know. Not you a way to know. live. Not a way to live. Well, you know, honestly, Catherine, you should get yourself a little bit more well versed in those, uh, those self defense um, protection uh, items that I work with, just so you have some kind of peace of mind. I mean, the, the coupaton alone is something that I think is an amazing tool. It just goes onto your keys, and you basically use it as either a nunchuck, a stabbing device, a poking device, a grabbing device, a pressure point device. It could do so many things. It's like ridiculous. Um, and it's amazing that um, no one has really like really looked at the benefits of this uh, product. And I actually learned this product when I was 12 years old as a young martial artist. My um, my sensei was like, you know, was on his keys. And I said, what is that? And he said, it's a Kubaton. I said, a Kubawa? He's like, come on, go into into the the, the do, the, go into the dojo and I'll show you. And I said, okay. So I go in there and he literally showed me all this stuff. And I'm like, holy crap. For like a six inch thing that's on your keys, this thing is freaking deadly. You know, you can really do some serious damage with it. And it's legal. Um, this is something that I mostly promote to uh, real estate agents because unfortunately they're going into houses and they're not coming back out or they're getting raped or they're getting abducted. Um, it happens all the time. And on Long Island, we are a special breed because we cannot carry here. They know that. Um, so I try to come up with stuff that like makes it practical. Like, you know, don't park in the driveway when you're a real estate agent. Park down the block so they don't block you in. You know, like just little oh, things. Oh, wow. Okay. That's good to know. 
it is good to know. And a lot of people don't think that. I mean, real estate agents, unfortunately, are very driven by the dollar, as in everybody. I mean, we all are. But I mean, my own real estate agent will tell you, and she's probably going to listen to to this, but you know, she'll even tell you that there's been times that people have called, you know, and said, hey, can you be here in like 10 minutes? I like this property. And she's like, I'll be right over. Because <laughs> that's who she is. She's a great person. She's great with customer service. And she's on it, right? So right. she goes over there in 10 minutes, doesn't tell anybody where she went, doesn't know, tell anybody who she's with. And next thing you know, she could be gone. And I said, you know, her name's Mary. I'm like, Mary, you're crazy. Why are you doing that? At least like tell the person to snap a pic of their driver's license and send it to like your husband or something. Just so like they know like where you're going, who you're with, you know, something, you know? So she's like, you know what, Lisa, you're right. You know? And I wasn't thinking, I was just thinking about the dollar and just getting there. You know, and I'm like, you're right. Uh, and I get it because, uh, you know, listen, I live on Long Island. It's about the hustle. I, I get it. One thousand percent. But sometimes we kind of have to slow it down a little bit. We have to take a step back and be like, what the hell is going on here? OK, like this isn't right. It doesn't feel right. We have to accept that and, and change because if we continue down that path, it's not going to look pretty for us, and, you know, and, and things, things change. And I'll give you a quick example of that. I was coming home from the range one day. I had my gun on me because that I'm allowed to do. And I went to the gun uh, to the gas station because I couldn't make it home, unfortunately, on like the fumes that I had. So I pulled into this gas station in the middle of, you know, somewhere out east on Long Island. And it looked fine. It was not sketchy. It was daylight. You know, everything was great. Right. I'm filling up. Everything's cool. And all of a sudden, uh, like two cars come in and they kind of like are surrounding my car. Now, granted, my car is brand new because I don't know if you remember, but my car was totaled in front of my house about a month ago. Yes, I I remember that. Yes. (laughs) Right. So this is pretty recent. I have my brand new car sparkling as can be and I'm outside my car and and I am not the most feminine looking girl. I look like a boy, you know, like a white boy, you know, and and, and I don't know. These guys just came in and they were circling me like a shark would, you know, in the waters. You know what I mean? And immediately I, you know, finished up my gas because I was in the middle of pumping gas, put it, put it away, <laughs> closed up my cap, and I immediately got into the car, I locked my doors, and I got the hell out of there. You know what I mean? And even though I had a gun on me, it doesn't mean I should stay there because I felt protected. I knew right away that that was not a good situation, the way that they were looking at me, and I needed to leave immediately. And um, thank God I did. And I didn't. if I didn't take that social cue of that mm-hmm. pre-accident indicator, I, this would have been a different story. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. So, that is the biggest thing I try to promote to anybody is that we need to watch those social cues. If we're not paying attention to those social cues, that's when we get taken advantage of. And that is the moral of the story here. We want to be safe, right? Um, and I'll give you one more example of that. I'm sure you got to go. But <laughs> we were in, I was in Brooklyn in the morning. And another brand new car story, another car at another time. And I was sitting at the light and it was like eight o'clock in the morning. And there was a couple of kids coming coming going to school had their backpacks on and all of a sudden i hear because my window is halfway down hey that car right there and i turn over i'm looking right at him and i'm like my car and i like look pointed at myself like my car i'm like i don't think so 
and I like looked at my like pointed to my camera I have a camera in my car as well because you know it's your word versus everybody else's nowadays so I try to cover myself so they saw the camera and they tried to act a little tough but because I paid attention and because I called them out before they were able to take advantage of me it kind of kept them off guard and they kept moving does that make sense it does make sense yes absolutely. so you really have to pay attention Um, I do a lot of classes too on self-awareness because it's things like that that you don't realize that you're doing you know what I mean that again we need to slow down and kind of retrain ourselves how to approach situations now even now what you're talking about Black Lives Matter people drive into these people I mean I'm not talking about the ones that drive into people on purpose that's a whole other story I'm talking about the people that are like lost in this world that like literally drive up to the protest and are like uh, what do I do? <laughs> you know? Oh my goodness. That's so, that's so true though. Yes. I like, agree. First of all, if you see a crowd of people down an end of a block, don't go down that block. Go down another block. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. because you never know what's going to happen with an angry mob. You just right. don't know. Why would you even chance it? Why would you put your car, your life, your everything in, in jeopardy to go down that one block? Doesn't make sense to me. You see that? Go the other way. And it's not that, and it's not that you are chicken, as people would say, or afraid or scared. Avoiding conflict and confrontation, especially when it can be physical, is your safest bet. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything. It's just that you don't want to put yourself in a position to where you would have to fight. Yeah, as as dirty as somebody else and win. You just it's the, you know it it's. It doesn't just, it's a no brainer. It's a no brainer. So, um, but I'm glad we spoke uh, tonight and we recorded tonight because, again, like I said, I I saw that uh, she trains you, which is absolutely unbelievably, I mean, so important on Long Island and anywhere, anywhere, because these are dangerous times. We have two things going on in our world that normally don't happen. Okay. So we have a pandemic. And we have a movement. Okay, so the good people will in the movement won't bother you. Right. Will not bother you. Right. Your heart is in the right spot. You okay. have the protesters who are hiding behind Black Lives Matters and will break into your home, steal, you know, uh, or anything like that. So you do need to protect your home. These are dangerous times. So you do need to you need to uh, protect your home protect your family either with a gun or with self-defense moves either way it's good to contact lisa uh we'll also put lynn's information so if you uh, so afterwards um i'll get all your information and we'll post it along with the recording because it uh, women are taking charge of their lives they're taking charge yeah they're (laughs) taking charge you know it's no more that they are um not knowing or the little uh little Bo peep while they wait for their husband to take care of right them. everyone the yeah or the police i mean because you know what it, it's they can only do so much that's right and there's only what maybe one or two cars at night and if they're tied and up after this you think that they're gonna put their life on the line if your you know angry ex wants to kill you you you're you're sorely mistaken so, you know, you really got to be careful nowadays. You got to be careful. Right? So I advise everybody, if you're going to buy a gun, I'm all for gun ownership. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Agreed. There's nothing Agreed. wrong with that. Okay. So if you're going to go through or go down that road of gun ownership, make sure you know the pros and cons. Make sure you're educated. Seek out someone such as Lisa Ludwig as herself, who does educate, doesn't matter man or woman. Make sure you educate yourself about the pistol that you are about to purchase. Or rifle. Or, or rifle or shotgun, whatever whatever uh, firearm you purchase. Make sure you get the exact training, the exact safety. That way you and your family are safe and the person who breaks into your house is dead meat. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And, and honestly, you hit the children thing on the on the head. You know, you have kids in your house you, and you have, you have a new firearm. You know, you really need some training. You, you need to make sure that not only you're safe, they're safe. We're all on the same page because when things happen, they need to know what to do. You know, they can't be just like running around. Like, you know, they need to know. And like, kids are, yes, kids are curious. Yeah. That's our nature. So make yeah, sure so you know many uh, guidelines for gun safety. Of Lisa, course. I thank you so much. You know what? And you're such a good egg because I had a last minute cancellation. <laughs> I called you up or texted you and I'm like, would you be in- interested? And you, you really did. I, you could tell this is your passion and teaching gun Aww. safety and um, self-defense. So thank and, you. And I appreciate so that. No, I appreciate so, you all there. Absolutely. Of course. Anytime you ever want to interview me, and you're like my buddy, so it's like me and you. It's like talk. <laughs> absolutely. This isn't absolutely. a podcast. If anybody, if, talk, <laughs> if anybody's you wondering, know? yes, we are friends outside of this <laughs> recording. <laughs> for sure, for sure. But that's what makes it so organic between me and you is that I know you personally. Not that, not that. Even if this is a regular podcast, I know you personally, and and I and I do. Lo- I love you as a friend. I love you as a a support for women a supporter for children i mean you're out there on the, the the front lines like everybody else just like the rest of the strong ladies so i commend you as well and i appreciate what you do for the women community by the way really quickly before we go out i molded my company's name with, over yours because you said her community so i did she trains you <laughs> just so you know that kind of came from you I was, so trying to st- I was trying to stay in the feminine route. <laughs> Me too. I was like, I got to have like a her or she or something in there. And that's how I did it. How funny. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that or not. But it's even so if funny. you used her as in she trains you, I really, I, I don't feel threatened by women. We have to bond together. We have to support one another because at the end of the day, we're the ones who are going to bed alone or we're running the household. We have that's to right. feel safe. We have to protect our children our home and our own and self our community. And, our and our community yes absolutely yep. and that's what that's i love good. about that is that the community is involved we'll put all the information out there later so please contact uh long island's fire long island fire long island women's firearm club liwfc.org or she trains you at outlook.com or www.shetrainsyou.com or www so that way when it comes down when it comes down to you using that firearm you're ready that's right you're not nervous thank you so much i appreciate it say hi to lynn for us i will i will thank you again and uh please contact me if you have any questions thanks again thank you all right thank you everyone just a quick thank you for listening to this podcast 
Her Community 2 is for every community. Her Community 2 is proudly sponsored by my friends at Lake Insurance. Give them a call at 1-855-LAKEINS today or visit them at lakeins.net for insurance savings that will totally blow you away. I'm even a client and I actually save quite a bit of money. And one more thing, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review and rate us. As always, take care, peace and love.